What up? Welcome back to the Stella Stella Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined, as always, by Glenn Enos Jr. and Matt Souza. Yeah! Ying! Alright, what's up, boys? Hey, what's, what's up? going on, How man? Great. We are so close. Actually, not doing that great. I had my first draft this weekend, and I think I fucked it up. You know why, Mason? Because you didn't listen to this episode before Exactly. Draft you didn't yeah. listen to this episode before draft. Yeah, you're right. I fucked up, guys. I wow. fucked up. How bad? Uh, not to the point where I think I am completely porked, but I need some things to go my way. Let's put it that way. I need some picks to come through that are, like, kind of iffy. You know what, so. Mason? After all, this is the episode where we give draft advice, tips, and tricks. I'm going to give you one later when we talk about it that will... Ease your mind a little bit. Why, right, why would you do that? He's in our league. But this isn't another league. Yeah. Yeah, but it's too late. You already drafted. Yeah, but, no, I'm but still getting... it has to do with that. Yeah, all right. Oh, oh. But anyway, before we get to draft advice and all that bullshit, it's time for. <laughs> you good? Yeah. It's we're, time we're for. All the news with Matthew Souza. Thanks, Dick. Oh, you're welcome. We at NFL News, guys, and, well, let's just cut to the chase. Oh my god. Indianapolis Colts quarterback Andrew Luck has retired. He retired days ago during, it was during the week three preseason game. Well, or afterwards. The news got leaked during the preseason. The news got game, leaked. He's going to retire. Alright, turn this off. He, he decided, didn't die. He decided. <laughs> it feels like. He decided to call it quits due to the physical and mental toll of several injuries suffered during his career. Now. <laughs> still going. This man is only 29 years of age. He was a first ballot Hall of Famer, I think some people can agree. No. Well, he had the potential. <laughs> he was nasty. No. Well, Skip Bayless, if you're out there, you know. That's your first this problem. This man has suffered a sprained shoulder, a lacerated kidney, <laughs> partially torn abdominal muscle, reports of torn cartilage, a concussion, shoulder surgery, and finally, a calf strain as of late. Torn cartilage. Are we fucking done? No! This is a very sad fucking moment in yeah. the NFL. You guys are all... <laughs> like, you guys all screw shit up when you fucking talk. I don't want to hear this oh anymore. Oh my god. Because this is very... Just take it easy, man. It's all right. Calm down, son. It's, lost, just a, it's just a quarterback. Lost the happy, but the happy's back. <laughs> all right, so this has very major no, 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 fantasy <laughs> impact. Let's talk about the impact that luck leaving us. Since he's no longer with us. What is this... What does this do? R.I.P. You want to go first, Mason? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I think... <laughs> sorry, by the way. I lost the course. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. No, I'm not sorry about us. I'm sorry. Sue's yelling and everyone's here. Oh, I mean... What are you never fucked up? Are you talking? <laughs> God. Yeah, I'll make sure I point it out next time. Yeah. Though what's more impressive is that you were that angry you didn't fuck up then. Yeah, Nothing's no. worse when you're about to have a comeback on somebody and you just fucking no. you stutter. You're like, yeah, well, but th-. yeah, ruins. And then you just drive off a bridge because that's like, it. Like that time you're like, why don't you um, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's because I'm I actually have a mental deficiency. So. Oh, that oh. explains a yeah. lot. Why didn't you ever tell us? Oh, I, th- I thought you guys could have picked up on it by now. Oh, I thought I was just on the show by the grace of God, by you guys just being nice. Well, but I mean, you can talk about Andrew Luck. Yeah, I'll talk about Andrew okay. Luck. Uh, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Luck, I have always been a fan of. Uh, regardless of the fact that he ruined one of my seasons in fantasy one year uh, because of his because of his last rated kitty, I wasn't selfish to me. I'm just pointing it out. If anything, I, this You're is me. You and your this season. is me growing as a person because I'm forgiving him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's big of you. Actually. Yeah. Thank you. So anyway, you forgive him after he dies, right? He's not dead. Well, he is to us, right? Because after yeah. all, this really is about us. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's, I think, when healthy, was probably one of the top five quarterbacks in the league, or he would have been going forward. Mm. Uh, I think from just a watchability standpoint, the NFL gets a lot worse on Sundays now. Watchability. Just due to the fact <laughs> that there is one less team in the AFC East that is worth paying attention to. AFC East? A- AFC, sorry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the watchability. I'm sorry. What? Hashtag watchability. No, yeah. I've never uh, heard that word in my life until this Because it's podcast. not a word. That's why. But it you works. You know what I'm trying to convey. I got you. Right. Sean Convey. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're right. Damn it. Yeah, when star players aren't playing, it it sucks. sucks. Yeah. Jinx. Yeah, but for for the perspective of him, Yomi a soda. What kind? Pepsi. No. <laughs> Here we go, dude. Um, from his perspective, though, I completely understand where he's coming from. Yeah. I mean, I. I just gave you all his injuries since 2015. Yeah, I mean, he's had a lot of different surgeries. Uh, I would never. I would never kind of. I mean. I would never shoot down a guy who after getting their money, walks away from the league when they still have their body completely intact, relatively intact. Yeah. From what our understanding is, the injury that he was dealing with now was something that was pretty significant and something that I don't think you could really correct with surgery. It's uh, basically calcification of his muscle in like either his calf or his foot, uh, meaning that he didn't have pliability that was necessary to, I feel like, be an effective quarterback in the NFL, so I th- I think it's completely understand completely understandable that he decided to walk away from football, um, limp limp away from football. Okay, too soon, too soon. Rip luck um, and rip everyone else on the team. Andrew uh, T Y Hilton down in the dumps again. Oh, wait, let's let's pause for a second oh, here. Let's pause for station identification. Me. Don't tell me. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give my take on Andrew Luck real quick. Um, as a football fan. It sucks, dude. Like, 29 years old, Andrew Luck, all the potential in the world. Unfortunately, injuries has caused the man to retire. Um, from a fantasy standpoint, we talk about the Colts, Andrew Luck. You mentioned T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton, man, that was his boy. That was his boy. I don't know if you saw his tweet. I, I didn't. Tweet. I did not. I saw it. On oh. I saw it. Yeah. I've seen it. I'm and, late. And you're the head guy of the news. I got bigger fish to fry than a tweet. Well, he's dedicating this season to Andrew Luck. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so... If only he could throw the ball to himself. Well, the thing is, they got a guy by the name of Jacoby Brissett. Mm. 
Yes. And I don't know about you. Nah, who am I kidding? He sucks. We've seen him before. Wow. We have, yeah. but... In this exact situation. I mean, he can't be worse, right? He's got a... Well, Jacoby Brissett has a much better team around him now than he did when he was the starter. He actually has an offensive line now to give him some protection. He's got healthy wide receivers. He's got a great defense. Is um, it great? It is. Is it great? I think it's great. I don't want to take a look. I mean, we're, they were probably at least top 10 defense last year. Um, good enough to shut out the Cowboys. There you go. But um, I don't know. Give Jacoby Brissett a chance. I mean, it's going to take a couple weeks for, obviously, him to prepare the starting role so unexpectedly with Andrew Luck's absence. But don't count out T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack, all these other guys on the Colts. Obviously, they're not going to have the same production as they would with Andrew Luck, but they still could be guys who will have decent... What are you doing? <laughs> what? You could. What are you doing? I'm sending a Snapchat. Oh, you're sending a Snapchat. <laughs> Listen. All right. T.Y. Hilton takes the biggest hit. Marlon Mack might... Be able to sustain depends on how well the offense is. I don't, I don't, because they got Naeem Hines who catches passes, so I feel like they might not use him in the passing game as much, and they might be in situations where they will need to pass because they don't have luck raining down the points. Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle, because when Jacoby Brissett played, Jack Doyle was the the biggest really beneficiary of all his of all his work. Um, but maybe they'll put Eric Ebron on the field more. So the tight ends are probably least worried about. Because uh, after all, they are tight ends. And he'll probably try to check down to them if he can. But um, it's T.Y. Hilton that I'm most concerned about because he is the big name. And uh, I can give you some stats in 2017 when he was playing with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, but I don't want those stats because now it's 2019. Like I said, it's a completely different Colts team. Comple- completely different Jacoby Brissett with two is more Is it years completely ju- different? I mean, it's got to be. I, you know, He's either going to be worse or he's going to be better. He's not going to be the same Jacoby Brissett he was two years ago. Because you live and learn at the quarterback position. He's already been a starter. Now he kind of knows what to expect. And he's got a better team around him, like I said earlier. I, I don't think we're going to see the same Jacoby Brissett as we saw two years ago. I hope not. Because T.Y. Hilton finished outside the wide receiver 40 11 times that year. With a few... Monster games in between, but in order to get those games, you'd have to play them all the time. And a lot of times, you can ask Gomes, it sucked. It hurt him. Yeah, it did. So, obviously, you know, you can draft him. He's not going to be in the same spot where he was before. I think he was in the second round. Mm. Maybe you get him in the fourth, fifth. Fourth is probably the earliest. I think he went around the fourth or fifth round in my draft this weekend. Uh, He fell quite a bit. Yeah. But but that was before you knew Andrew Luck was. No, it was after. We drafted on Sunday. Yeah, Mason got oh, lucky. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. So. It's rough. God damn it, Luck. Not so lucky, is he? Yeah, man. Sucks. I mean, what are you going to do, though? Well, we can talk about other news. Because. Like what? Well. We got some more bad news. Running back. I don't like bad news. Well, we have, to, we have to talk about Hiss. this. Because this is going to make Mason happy. Everyone else is going to be sad because Texans running back Lamar Miller. Oh, my God. Tore his ACL week three in his preseason game. He is out for the entire season, and all the Texans have is Duke Johnson. 
They have Buddy Howell as a backup and Josh Ferguson as a backup. Buddy. Lamar Miller had him in my dynasty league. He was a great value in the later rounds as a starter running back. And now he's gone. Moment of silence for Lamar Miller. All right. I can't. So <laughs> I can't believe that the Texans have Buddy Holly as their backup. That's <laughs> Buddy Howell. Now we got some it's options. Buddy so now listen, because the Texans, by the way, they don't have a GM right now. So they have a few options. They I'm can applying for the position. They can lean on Duke Johnson, who's never really had this type of role before. Uh, hold on, real quick. Uh, who said last podcast Duke Johnson was going to be the starter by the end of the year? Me. Well, it's not the end of the year. But you are such an asshole. I'm still right. And then you lost, and I was right. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. By the end of the year, he might lose his job to some of these other guys. To Buddy Holly? It's possible. He's too busy making music and so, being dead. All right, listen. Jeez. They can lean on Duke Johnson. Some more right? podcast. <laughs> they could lean on Duke Johnson, but they might not want to. They could trade for Melvin Gordon. But with all these contract... Uh, Hurdles and stuff that they'd gonna, have to take care of. How are you going to trade for Melvin Gore? We don't have a GM. That's what I was going to say. Oh. Because of all the contract negotiations involved, the GM not being there is a problem. I mean, they traded for Duke Johnson. Bill O'Brien could do that. But because now that there's Melvin Gordon negotiations in terms of pay and all that, Billy without Pete. a GM, that might not happen. They could sign Jay Ajayi. He's a free agent. Trash. They could trade for LaShawn McCoy. You know, same issue there. Fossil. I I mean, the season's next week, which is absolutely insane. It's crazy. It comes up quick. I believe that That's they're not... Say. I believe they're going to do something with the running back situation. They're not just going to leave it with Duke Johnson. That's my opinion, and we will see what happens. I think they're sticking with Duke Johnson. Well, if they do, I, looked, I like Duke Johnson. How much? <sighs> you like him enough to marry him? Honestly, <laughs> if they just have Duke Johnson... He should be a three-down back. He's the pass-catching back, at least. And if they, if he's the number one, he's going to be the first and second down back. Right? He'd have to be. Yeah. You think he can handle that? I don't know. We'll have to see. Because right now, you're in the NFL. You're a professional football player. you got to nut up or shut up. Tell that to Andrew Luck. <laughs> well, I can't. He's gone. By the way, all the people giving Andrew Luck hate. Dude, oh, dude. My fantasy team's ruined now. Andrew, look, why'd you have to retire? People get hurt all the time, dude. Just go through it. Suck it's it like up. How bad can rehab be, bro? Oh, my God. Who's that asshole that tweeted uh, not being able to handle rehab yeah, yeah, yeah. is such a millennial thing? Oh, I was literally just about to talk about it. Doug Gottlieb. Yeah. The worst fucking radio personality Doug of Gotti? all time. What'd you say? Doug Gottlieb. Gotti. Doug Gotti. Sorry. He said, hold on. I gotta find the tweet. I was literally going to. I read that too. Re- I was gonna read this. You read that one. You didn't read T.Y. Hilton's. He said retiring because <laughs> yes. yeah. rehabbing is quote too hard is the most millennial thing ever. Hashtag Andrew Luck. Man, go wanna, fuck yourself, man. I want to shove my millennial foot up his ass. <laughs> what a fucking moron, dude. Like God. It's just, it's just you hate to see it because is he? Um, he's not a millennial, right? Twenty nine years old. Doug Gottlieb? No, Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, look te- up the technically definition. he's a millennial. Yeah, because he's... What's the age limit on millennials? I think it's, like, from, like, 90 to... Or, like, 85 to... 
Millennials are technically 81 to 96. Okay. 81? To 96, yeah. So, uh, 22 to 37 years old, which is Andrew Luck and us. <laughs> that means we're on the same level as Andrew Luck. We could be the quarterback. Well, one of us could. We could yeah, we're the reason why everything's dying. Let's go, us, guys. Yeah, bro. Woo. Hey, don't talk shit about I wonder. Life. I wonder if I Google millennial. I'm going to Google millennials killing. Because it looks what like. What the fuck? These gener- you don't. you never seen, like, all those articles on, like, that, like, go popular. It's just like, millennials are killing this. Millennials are killing this. Millennials are the reason why this is dying. So I'm just. So, yeah, here's the these- top. Here's the top oh. story. How millennials eat? Are they killing beer, American cheese, and canned tuna? This is from 15 hours ago on USA Today. Holy fuck. <laughs> killing cheese? I think we drink plenty of beer. Beer is good. Uh, that's so retarded. That's so. stuff. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um, where were we? Um, yeah, but we were talking, talking about, about dickhead Doug Gottlieb. Oh, yeah. Guy's a clown, dude. That's enough of that. So, oh, are we oh. off Lamar Miller? Yeah, we're yeah, just, just saying. Tore the ACL, it happens. Sucks, bro. See you next season. Well, the impact on the Texans. Well, I huge. mean, it doesn't really matter because... It doesn't matter. The Texans really didn't use their running back when they had Lamar Miller. Oh, of course they did. Oh, yeah, like twice a game. Dude, he <laughs> had like 1,000 yards. When? Last year? Nah. Let me look it up. Do-do-do. <laughs> but... Did he really have a thousand yards last year? I mean, year? he was serviceable, like someone like an Adrian Peterson who was kind of under the radar. But Whoa. when you actually had him, you're like, oh, I can actually. Whoa, Lamar Miller doesn't beat his kids. Oh, fuck off. Leave it, it to Mason, man. You have a gripe against that guy. Yeah, because hey, by the way, he served a full year suspension. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna let people forget it. People uh, will fucking bow down to the guy like he's god now. I love me, he's god. Oh my goodness. He's the goat. He's the greatest running back of all time. Oh, there's something wrong with you, sir. Adrian Whoa. Peterson. I said it. On this podcast, I don't. Oh, okay. He could beat me. You know why he didn't get that thousand yard season? He missed about like two. The two thousand yard season, he missed it like two yards because God came down and tripped him by his shoelace and said, "You piece of fucking garbage, know your place. You are not being cemented in the history books as wow. another guy to get two thousand yards." Go fuck yourself. I'll see you in hell, you bitch. Wait, he did get two thousand yards. What's God doing? It was to hell? break the record. What was the record? The record was uh, the rushing record, single season rushing record. Well, what was it? Uh, it's like I think it was. All right, Lamar Miller. It's over two thousand yards because there's been like a handful of guys who've rushed for over. 2, well, whatever. Yards. Regardless, he was like two yards shy. Guys, and he didn't get it. Lamar he's Miller still won MVP. Lamar I don't Miller, give a shit. Lamar Miller had nine hundred seventy-three yards, so he was close. Not one thousand. Still not a thousand. Just like Melvin Gordon. You know who did have one thousand? AP. So suck my dick. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Lamar Miller. Next, we got a little bit of Ezekiel Elliott news. I'm done. Glenn's done. I'm done. Listen, he was offered a contract, well, reportedly offered a contract that would make him the second richest RB behind Todd Gurley, and he did not agree to the terms. Idiot. Now, uh, Joe Thomas, we all know Joe Thomas, right? No. I know Jake Thomas. He's on the Browns, right? Jeez. <laughs> he, uh, he's actually supporting... Um, Ezekiel Elliott, and actually posted some images of stats in support of Ezekiel Elliott. Um, basically, saying he's uh, basically comparing should Ezekiel Elliott or Todd Gurley miss time, what's going to happen to the to the team? Well, the Cowboys would miss Ezekiel Elliott being the first in touches since 2016, first in scrimmage yards, 
since 2016, while Gurley was second in both of those. Rushing yards, Zeke over Gurley, who was in second. Rushing TDs, well, that's Todd Gurley. But Zeke's in second. And on top of that, Zeke Elliott needs 952 rushing yards in his first 10 games this year to be the fifth player in history with 5,000 rushing yards in his first 50 games. He probably could have done it already if he wasn't suspended. Well, yeah, but... Well, yeah, but nothing. It'll happen, yeah, eventually. Yeah, but nothing. What are you talking about? Here's the thing with Zeke. I'm done with this. I'm done. I'm done. Complain all you want about not being paid higher than Todd Gurley. Mason, you're right when you say Todd Gurley's contract was a bad contract for running backs. You know why? Because the lifespan of running backs is short in the NFL. The way the Cowboys system works is that you run the ball, you get success. It's worked like that since they invested in the offensive line since 2011. It worked with DeMarco Murray. It worked with fucking Darren McFadden. It doesn't matter who the running back is behind there besides... Listen, Zeke Elliott is an elite running back. He's Mm. nasty. He can take it to the next level. But you can plug anybody in the Cowboys system and they will be successful as a running back. They won't have the same amount of success Zeke has, obviously. But listen, here's the thing, Zeke. I get it. In my opinion, you are the best running back in the league. You're better than Todd Gurley. But the reason why they didn't give you more money than Todd Gurley, one, they have to pay everybody else on the team who can contribute to winning a Super Bowl, not just you. And two, maybe if you didn't have the off-field issues you did in the past, then, then we'd owe you something, Zeke. But in 2017, when Zeke missed six games, the team suffered from it. How about... We skip the off-field bullshit, and then you play games, we win games. Woof. Yeah, well said. I think Zeke is just being an absolute donkey in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, dude. Like, like yeah. and the thing is, I get it. The guy wants to get paid. He's the best running back in the league, and the, and the bar is set with Todd Gurley. But it's but a it, bar it, that shouldn't be set. That was a bad contract from the from the jump. He's over. Todd Gurley's overpaid to begin with, and I'm sure that Zeke's money isn't super far behind him. It's not. See, the I, deal was actually closer to Todd Gurley than it was to Le'Veon Bell, who's the third highest paid running back. Yeah. So see if that's if that's the case, then you take the money and you say, "Wow, I got a shit ton of money, and I'm a running back, and I'm honestly better than Todd Gurley, and no one's gonna know who Todd Gurley is when his fucking knee gives out, and I'm still in the league, and Todd Gurley's on the shelf." But the thing they also don't tell you about the contract is, yeah. The amount of money makes him the highest, uh, the second highest paid running back in the league. But they don't tell you the amount of years, how much money guaranteed, any signing bonuses, any team options. They leave that part out. The media does. Mm-hmm. So people like us will go off the walls and interpret it in all different ways. <laughs> but I'm done with this. Deals will be done by the beginning of the season. And if they're not, then they're not. Next guy up, Tony Pollard, having a great preseason, have a great training camp. Let's fucking go. The Cowboys are too talented to deal with this drama bullshit at the beginning of the year. I get it. They're under a microscope. They're the most popular team in the league. Enough. Let's play some fucking football. Let's win some games. Suit up or nut up. Or shut up. Or both. Let's eat some W's, huh? Glenn, I have a question for you. (laughs) I have one question. Sure. Can the Cowboys win a Super Bowl without Zeke? No. That, and that's what they're in it for, Super Bowls. They are. I think, yeah. I just but I, So far, they haven't won a Super Bowl with Zeke. That's the thing. I we know, don't know. I know, but it's got to happen. But I, I'm saying, like, 
we we don't know. That's the thing. If Zeke Elliott, like the whole Emmitt Smith thing, where he held out, Emmitt Smith already won two Super Bowls. Then that you realize that that's the guy you need to sign. We haven't won shit. We haven't no. made it to the NFC Championship. But you can't blame Zeke for that. Zeke's Why doing can't his, I? Zeke's doing what did his, he do? What he's he doing? doing his part. What though? did he do in the Rams game last year? Nothing. Nothing. He got outplayed by fucking C.J. Anderson. Well, C.J. Anderson went off. Dak had to carry the offense and keep pace with Jared Goff. Dak Prescott has been the most consistent player since the Cowboys have made the playoffs in 2016 and 2018. Check out what Zeke Elliott did. I'm trying. He had a good game against Seattle when they kept force-feeding the ball. But Seattle was stout. He had to break off a couple big runs. But against the Rams, he didn't do jack. 20 for 47 and a TD. 20 for 47. That's awful. And a touchdown. And a touchdown. That's like two and a half yards of carry. That's like two and a half yards of carry, Mason <laughs> says. That's really bad. People can have a one bad game. It happens. Well, I mean, in a game like that where it matters most... You want the guys that you're paying the most money to step up and perform at the next level. Wait, 20 for 20 47? Uh, I'm just saying, I think the Cowboys need him. And I feel like it's the I feel like Zeke has a little more leverage because of, I don't think that they can win a Super Bowl without him. That's yeah, what I think. But I'm saying they haven't won one with him. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And like I said, I'm, I'm one of the biggest Zeke fans in the world. But if you really want to win, Zeke, and, you know, be a cowboy for life, like you've been saying, then let's fucking go. Sign a deal. Other guys need to get paid, too. That's yeah. like a guy like Jalen Smith who just signed the deal. He wants to be a cowboy. He wants to be a captain. He wants to win. And, and the cowboy saw that they gave him the money. Jerry will take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. But you got to show that you're interested. Tom Brady pay, takes pay cuts. Yeah, because he wants to win. Tom Brady could be the highest paid quarterback in the league, but he knows how much the team is worth around him in order for them to win Super Bowls. That's right. I mean, I get it. A guy like Zeke, Dak, they want money out of their rookie contract. Dak Prescott's only getting paid $2 million per year. You know, that's, that's peanuts. Zeke, I hope you're listening. He's, I mean, he should be by now. <laughs> well, that's all I got for news today. Good, because now I'm pissed off. All right. That's oh, good. Job done. Job well done. News fucking sucks. Good job, Susan. This is what we asked for. Thanks. Congrats. Congrats. Shout out to Gary Jules one time. Asshole. Fuck him too. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Hey, man. Fuck you. Well, all right. Well, now that that segment's over, we're going to get on to the main point of this podcast. Which is what? The meat and potatoes. The <laughs> Yeah. What Susan said. Uh... So, if you have a commissioner who's worth a damn, oh, yeah, I said it, they know not to draft three weeks before the season starts because then shit like Andrew Luck and Lamar Miller and every other motherfucker who got hurt in the preseason happens, and then you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. My team's fucked. My uh-huh. first round pick, wasted. My second round pick, wasted. Maybe another pick, wasted. Thank you. What would you do, Mason? What? If you're one of those people who got screwed. And you realize you quit. I'd quit. I say, give me my money back. No. Or would you keep the same team the whole year, hoping they get better and not make any moves? But they get healthy. So we gotta take it. We gotta take it shots tonight. I'm ready, uh, dude. It's uh, fantasy season. Anyway, baby. let's go. Anyway, really is, so today we're gonna uh, operate under the assumption that you're drafting this weekend, the week before. 
football actually starts like a normal fucking person should and want to do. Spit and fire. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, Labor Day. And that's why we waited Labor to release Day. this podcast until now to prove a point that you shouldn't be doing it before now. Exactly. Wait, what? So, us doing this podcast now is proving a point that you shouldn't be drafting earlier than this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mason. Yeah. Like, oh, why didn't you put this out earlier? I could have used it. Well, you shouldn't have been drafted. Exactly. Yeah. You drafted before this podcast aired. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck me. Which is Mason. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you too. Thanks. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now, let's talk about fucking draft advice, man. Draft advice, strategies, tips, and tricks that could give you a nice draft. Give you a bad draft. We're not experts. No, well, yeah, you're right. I we got, don't have a license. I got nothing. All right. Souza, start it off. <laughs> no, I, I got something. Souza, start us off, though. I want to hear you. Wow. I got something. I want to hear Sousa, start us off, though. All right, you know what? I'll lead off with one that everyone should keep in their mind, including Mason, after having already drafted. Oh, boy. You don't win your league at the draft. How many times you won your league? Zero times. Okay, just check. But you don't win your league at the draft. You make trades. You make pickups. I'm talking to you, Mason. <laughs> okay. What's, what's funny? I, I missed the funny part. This club was like, how many times you won your league? And I was like... I saw that. I saw that. Mason, uh, Mason's doing a physical meme that you can't see. Um, well, no shit. He's just sending a no meme video. over the radio wave. There's no video to this podcast? Not yet. Not until we get sponsored. Listen, you don't... Panacho. Mason, I'm talking to you. Up. You said you're not confident with your team, but you don't win your league at the draft. You make trades, Mason. Yeah. You make acquisitions, Mason. I'm talking to you. I make acquisitions. Not in our league. Oh, okay. one. One. Susan makes enough acquisitions for both of you. That's yeah. right. And I'm just saying, if you're not confident with your team, don't worry about it. It's the in-league, in-season managerial moves that you make that wins a league. The trades and all that good stuff. People are going to get hurt, okay? Yeah. Oh, you're you saying should... you want my team to get hurt? That's fucked oh. up. That's fucked up. Glenn, mm. compared, compare your team... From the day you draft and the day the season ends, how many guys do you have from your draft on the end season team, on average? All of them. I'm not asking you, Mason. <laughs> uh, how big the roster here? Sixteen guys. I don't know. I'm gonna go skin blaze and put his pelt on my wall, I'm dude. Gonna, I'm gonna say um, from the time from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, the or amount least, of people at least your starters, your starting line, the amount of people I have that I drafted. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say three. It's low. Three or four. That's right. And Glenn, have you won a championship? I have. See, I'm just saying, it takes the in-season moves to win a league. I am gonna beat the bag out of that dog. Beat the bag? Yeah. Thing is, though, I, I've 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 learned to be more patient uh, with trading uh, because when we first started, man, I would trade. I tried to make a deal at least every week. There was a point to where I had nobody. <laughs> Who I drafted on my team, but like, you can't get caught up in the here and now because you gotta you gotta think you drafted these guys for a reason. These are the guys that you think for the long term will take you to the promised land. Um, that being said, though, if a good offer is there, you gotta make the deal, Mason. I mean, come on. Yeah, like, never mind. I'm not even gonna don't say even it. say it. I'm not saying it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it. Things change. 
You gotta stay, uh, gotta go with the flow. Nino, the Nino effect, remember? Yep. <laughs> Blaze well, remembers Nino. Uh, any, He's like, uh, yeah. Anyone else want to choose a tip? Got any tips on tip? your mind? Just a choose tip. A tip. Just, uh, just the tip. Just the tip. Just That's the what this tip. segment should have been called. <laughs> oh, we can still we call fucked it that. up. All right. We'll name. I got a tip. We'll put that the name of the episode. Yes. Try to get a top five pick. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're <laughs> yeah if you're in like you know good spirits with your commissioner, say listen, man. Hey man. I need a top five pick this year. <laughs> Be like the meme with a guy going. When I went in his office, I fully I was fully prepared. To suck his cock. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't. I missed that. Meme. It's from the fucking yeah. the fire festival documentary. Never seen it. Oh, you don't help yourself out. No. But um, yeah, nobody came to me and wanted to suck my cock, so that's why nobody ever got a top five pick. Whoa, I had pick number two. I picked number one once. Yeah, Whoa, but, what have you been doing? Well, go ahead. I mean, nothing. <laughs> How'd you pick number one? Make out, by the way. Can we not talk about that? Exactly. See. We don't talk about. It. I, I recently posted on the Twitter. Um, on the tweet that in our league, the Westport Fantasy Football League, who I'm not the commissioner of anymore. Just tell them where we live. Give them my address. They can join the league. It's public. Actually, is it? I don't know. Uh, I'm not the commissioner. Anymore. I don't give a fuck. But um, the first pick in every draft since 2014 mm-hmm. is cursed, either with bad production, injury. Or just poor choice. Holdouts. Holdout. Oh. Why'd you have to say that? <laughs> because that was a, You know, I can't, I'm not going to play the whole video because it's a minute and 30 minutes. Are you still long. on trying to prove this meme to me? Yeah, see? You ever seen the video of this guy talking? Uh, I've seen, yeah, I've nope. seen him. Play it. We go. Dude, it's a minute and 30 seconds. We'll play it to the part where he says, suck his cock. <laughs> the caption on... You better time it right. The description on, the, on this one, it says, fully prepared to suck his dick is the title. And then... <laughs> The description says, boy, you been gay, SMH. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Okay. Hold on. Not that there's anything wrong is with that. Is this a real person in a real interview? Or is this a joke? Hold on. I can't hear it. I can't hear it either. Hold on. Do you have speakers on that thing? It's called the volume up button. That's called people tuning out. Mason, I can't take this anymore. What the hell is All right, this? whatever. Sorry, everybody. Who's Anyone, listening. if you know, you know. If you don't, go fuck yourself. Well, yeah. I mean, he's talking to us, but yeah. let's go fuck ourselves. All right, so all right, try to get guys a top, later. Try to get a top five pick. That's your advice. Yeah, I mean, light a candle no. at church. Go to a black magic witch. Honestly, it's just it's it's. I know it's randomized in most leagues. Um, yeah, but you gotta. So, <laughs> what are you like? This isn't advice. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta work what you got. You know, it's like having a small dick. You gotta work what you got. Well, that's about the size of ships so or the motion of the that's ocean. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. And if you're good at oral sex, a dick really doesn't matter. Small penis gang rise up. Mason, do you have actual advice? Like feasible advice? <sighs> yeah. Uh, my advice is something that <laughs> I have been taking. I love when Mason like starts to think about something <laughs> that he's gonna say. He talks real slower than yeah. normal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I told you I have a mental deficiency. <laughs> I have a mental 
Deficiency. And you say things for... Yeah, this is a, a tactic we call stalling. Oh. So it's like, I don't know what to say, but then it's, I'm gradually formulating in right my now. head. Right no, now, see, I'm stalling. talking normally, but when I, you know, talk slower, <laughs> like that, the more pronounced... That's funny, because I've listened back podcasts, and he does it sometimes. All the time, yeah. 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 I also realize I sigh a lot, too, when I talk. I'm like... <sighs> You know, I'd Andrew to, Luck. <laughs> listen, I'd side too if I had two toilet bowls. Well, guys, uh, that's the podcast for this week. All right, am I going to have to give all the advice here? No, no, no. But you guys didn't plan. Right. I was about I, to say something, and then you two... You were stalling. Well, I mean, talking slow. We're, try, we're, <laughs> we're trying to get it with un, under two hours here. All right, bottom line, pay attention to strength schedule. That's something that oh. I didn't pay attention to a lot. Uh, I paid attention to it more this year, and I think it helped at the top half of my draft, but uh, I obviously not later on in my draft, because I drafted poorly in the second half of my draft. But like Susan said, what did I say? Your draft does not win you the league. You gotta make more moves. More or less. i make moves. It can lose you the make league, Make moves. Oh yeah, you can lose it there. If you draft people who aren't playing. Le'Veon Bell, number one overall, and he holds up. Yeah. No, you can you can manage that. Right oh, here's talk about driving like Terrell. I got another tip. Tim, Tim Tebow. Tebow. I got another. Okay. Chink. Knock on wood. You owe me a soda. Okay. Pepsi. No. Fuck. You done? I uh, no. I got a tip. <laughs> Just a tip. Just a tip. Um. You say you got a tip. Try to draft. Pause for twenty seconds. Try to draft good players. Try to draft in the top try five. To <laughs> try to draft good players. Because the thing is, if you have oh good players God. on your fantasy team, this is awful. You're gonna, you're gonna win some games. Are you high? Like, what is going a on tip. here? Score more points. Yeah. Than the person you're playing, exactly. and you'll win. Yeah. See that? That's what people forget. Uh, Mason says, oh, I don't know why my team sucks. Didn't make the playoffs. See, the thing is, you didn't score more points than the guys you were facing. Yeah, but see, I got more wins than some of the guys who well, were the playoffs. Well, he drafted good players, though, Glenn. Yeah. He followed your advice. But you can't but win I, leagues in the draft. But I didn't follow your advice, Susa. All right. No, I'll say, see, here's a tip, okay? Here's a really good tip. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing a podcast, prepare before you record. Listen to radio <laughs> broadcast. No, no. I, I, I've been prepared. I've okay. been waiting for this... Episodes since we started these episodes. I've been mm. waiting since the end of last season. All right, let's hear it. Um, know how deep positions are. Um, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. In the past, wide receivers have been a very deep position as mm-hmm. far as, um, you know, you, you get obviously the top guys in the, the first, like, three or four rounds. But then after that, you got to know which guys could have the potential of breaking out, which guys, you know, get more volume than other second wide receivers. I feel like the quarterback position is probably the deepest one in the league because you only have one on your mm-hmm. fantasy team mm-hmm. rather than running backs and wide receivers where you have, you know, you're starting at least two, maybe sometimes three with a flex position. Yep. Um, but quarterback, you think there's 32 teams. If you're in a 12-team league, you, I mean, there's over – you could have two quarterbacks at least, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But I feel, and also the point gap, and we discussed this uh, last year too when we talked about draft advice. By the way, I re-listened to that episode. You did? Oh my god, what shit quality that was! That was oh. the episode where it was like we sounded like, sounded like the microphone was here in Mason's basement, but we were recording at my house. In New <laughs> yeah, Bedford. I don't like, think I was even I was even audible. I yeah, know. it was like Susan, what do you think about this? And it was like, 
<laughs> if that, like, you're gonna hear shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I was like, oh, good point. And it's probably because I couldn't hear it. I don't know. <laughs> but it was bad. Uh, we've come a long way here on the Stellar Solar Podcast. Yeah. But yeah, um, quarterback position, it also doesn't vary uh, between the average points between like the quarterback ranks. Like the, Obviously, your elite quarterback is Pat Mahomes. After him, there's a big drop-off from like the next tier of quarterbacks yeah. and how many fantasy points they get per week. Um, but then even after that... Like the quarterbacks after that, I feel like are all very jumbled together. Once you get past like QB five, QB six to probably like QB twelve is like very close. And I think because those positions like running back, wide receiver, are more important to your fantasy team overall because you're going to need to start them week after week. Whereas a quarterback, I feel like they're not. I'm not going to say they're a dime a dozen, but they kind of are. You can yeah. wait late in the draft. Like after you draft your two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end. You could keep going after running backs and wide receivers to see what's there best available. And you could wait until like the freaking 12th, 13th round to get a, I don't know. Uh, Phillip Rivers, Lamar Jackson, yeah, Jameis Winston. I got Pat Mahomes last year in what? The 11th round, 12th round? Mm-hmm. And Carson Wentz was still there too. It's um, yeah. usually the way quarterbacks are ranked. Like, the best quarterback will be projected to go higher in, like, the fourth round, third round. And that's fine if you want to take that guy. Last year, I think it was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Brendan took Aaron Rodgers in the third round. Yeah. I mean, that's fine, Dan, because you, you kind of know what you're going to get with that player. Yeah, last except year. last year. Except last year. I, it's funny, because we were previewing the quarterbacks for last year, and we were saying the Holy Trinity was Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson. And they all well, I thought it was, Ouch. I thought it was Russell Wilson, Rodgers, and Cam Newton. No, we did not talk about Cam Newton. Tom Brady, there's no way we said I Tom Brady. I swear to God it was Tom Brady. He like hasn't finished in the top five in years. I know. We said Tom Brady? We said Tom Brady. I'm no, ashamed the, of us. The year before, last year was his MVP year. Wasn't 2017, it? yeah. Yeah, so that's why we said well, that. I stand corrected. Because he, I think he finished. He Cam was, Newton, not even the conversation. He's top five. Especially TV. not now because he's kind of hurt. So Cam Newton, you can also wait on him too because we don't even know if he's going to lace up for week one. He's projected to. He's, he's He was expected back at practice today. I don't know if he ended up practicing or not. but He gets hurt too much, too. He does. And Carolina is a walking dumpster fire besides Christian McCaffrey. Hey. So. Yeah, Tom Brady finished number three two years ago. Yeah, okay. Then what the fuck am I talking about here? Um, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. He finished 15 <laughs> the year before that. Yeah. And then well, 14 last year. Well, you think after a guy goes number three for a year, he's going to be a top three quarterback the next year, right? We don't fucking know. We Maybe Pat know. Mahomes fucking falls off and becomes Alex Smith out of nowhere. Whoa. Well, Glenn. I think if that you, happens, you will actually see. Craig commit suicide? <laughs> Craig commit suicide. Yeah, probably. Now, I know you... It would be like that the picture of Kermit the Frog jumping off a building. They go, oh my God. <laughs> see, I've seen that one. <laughs> what a man lying on the ground. Get the man Avalanche. See, I know you said that was uh, know your depth of position. But you turned it into a don't draft a quarterback, really. Which is my advice too. So to go that. off of that, because the quarterback depth is so, yeah, larg, larg, larg boy. So larg. Over the years, recent years, there's usually around forty quarterbacks who post the top twelve performance. Forty. How many teams are there, Glenn? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Are you and, Glenn? Sorry. True. Sorry, mom. Fucking. Go ahead. Sorry, and yet there are still 40 quarterbacks 
over the last few years on average that post a top 12 performance, which is a QB1 if you're in a 12-team league. We're um, a 14-team league. So it's even more of a one. Wow. Because you got people like Winston and Fitzpatrick on the same team, or Flacco and Lamar Jackson on the same team. So, you know, sometimes these backups come in and they are able to post numbers on the right matchups. You can play these matchups. Don't draft a QB early unless, you know, well, Pat Mahomes is the only exception where I'd probably draft him like fourth, the earliest, which is usually pretty high. I wouldn't normally like to do that, but he's just such a difference maker. He might go before fourth round. Oh, absolutely. He went before uh, fourth round in my draft this weekend. But that was also with Craig and his brother. Who are Chiefs fans? Yeah. So exactly. You got to yeah. also figure know your league. That's that's, that was, that's actually go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so we'll talk about that after. Well, only because I was just going to say, like you said, use your early picks to get your core guys and the depth behind them. Um, which we could transition to what we were just saying. Know your league because mm. I have that written down too. Yeah, oh. that's a big one. So did I steal your tip? Um, did I come prepared? Even no. though I didn't no, have you, notes written down. No and no. Basically, like you said, Mason, know people in your league if they are homers and will go for their favorite players like a Pat Mahomes or a Kelsey or whoever. Or a Zeke Elliott. Or a Zeke. Or know people in your league that may be like Glenn's dad that drafts the QBs who have early. certain draft tendencies. Yeah, know, like know if people draft QBs early. The or, number one QB from or the year one defense early. from the year before. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that one too. I forgot about that. Or if, you're, if your league tends to take two QBs. Then you know that the depth at the end of the draft, which we recommend to draft a quarterback, might not be there because everyone else is drafted too. If you know your league tends to do that, you might want to draft a quarterback a little earlier. Earlier then, it's yeah, all about how your valuable. league drafts and how they are. You I was in a them. league like that. Yeah, where the flex could be a quarterback too. Oh, that's that's, that's different. Stupid. That's why. What's well, what's different between that and two? And because two you can because you can play two quarterbacks in your lineup. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Exactly. It just becomes a two quarterback league. Yeah, it'd be the same. Yeah, it's a two quarterback league. That's completely different than just having another quarterback on your bench as a backup. Yeah, but if everybody has it, then it's two quarterback league. But then why even have the option? Why even have the option of being a flex? Just have two quarterbacks. I don't know. I didn't make the league. Yeah, I'm just saying. Know your GMs too. Um, So yeah, that's know your league for me. I got more if you guys. I got more know your league. Okay. Actually, no, we're talking about drafting. But trading, too, goes into knowing your league. Like, if I know uh, a certain GM in my league has a sweet spot for a handful of players that I have on my team, mm. I'm going to dangle them in front of my face. If I get Christian McCaffrey this year, Mason, ooh. Remember when you had him for his first two years in his career? Oh, I and now I got him in his prime? Literally go, hey, Glenn, I'll suck your balls right now if you trade me Christian McCaffrey. And the thing is, he knows I like a good ball sucking. And so I might do that. <laughs> but you know he doesn't trade. That's true. So something's got to give. So I'd say, show me them teeth. What's up? No, seriously. <laughs> it, trading, it's, it, and you've seen it with Panacho and Uncle Rick and... My dad oh, with everybody. Pancho gives them a good ball sucking. Yeah. Let me tell you. That's the thing. Um, but, yeah, just just knowing your league, knowing how they draft, their tendencies, it'll make you a better fantasy football player. Try to feel them out. Like, right now, we're doing this podcast. These two idiots are in my league, too. So maybe I could be giving them false advice in order to benefit me as a fantasy GM. Yeah, draft as shitty a team as possible. You hear that, you two? Awful team. That's right. You want to have a pick that's number seven to nine. 
Yeah, Mason, I'll tell you what. Here's my advice to you. Don't trade at all this year. I mean, and you don't got to tell me twice. And you might make the playoffs. Might. Make might. Be a winner. I think I'm, I'm going to be like the new Tidwell of our league where like, I just you know how Tidwell tried to win the championship by auto draft. I'm gonna try and win the championship. I don't by not think trading. he tried. He just didn't what do you try. Mean? He all. said that he wanted to win the the league by not drafting. He was team auto draft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys have a nice little tidbit. What else you got for tips? Me? Yeah, you have a long list of tips. I do. Um, avoid risk in the first round. Everyone in the first round is nasty. Why grab someone who might hold out? Or as a tough team-related circumstance. Maybe someone's on a new team. Or David Johnson as a rookie quarterback who might not be looking good in the preseason. Like Kyler Murray. Yeah, or Zeke might hold out. Melvin Gordon, too. It's like, why draft Zeke in the top four if you could get someone just as nasty like a Kamara or a McCaffrey? Just try to... Well, this is... I mean, this is what I go. You can do whatever you want. But just try to avoid risk. Go with a safer guy because in the first round, they're all... They're all studs, good. Yeah. yeah. they're all studs. So... Yep, that's just my and that's the thing advice. with the, with the draft stock too. If Zeke doesn't work out a deal before the time we draft, he might fall a couple spots because people might want to do the safe bet with guys who are locked up like Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley, all these other guys. I think the risk is more on your. I feel like third, fourth round picks. Once you know you have two safe guys, if you feel like you can take a risk on this guy who might have big reward, like I did last year with Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Savon Diggs before that with Case Keenum really didn't do much, but I knew Kirk Cousins was coming into town. Stephon Diggs had a pretty good year last year, top ten wide receiver. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. You take risks in the draft. <laughs> Judging by my team, I drafted this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, oh, let's go, risk. Christian Kirk, baby. He bring me to the promised land. Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk, okay. Kirk Lazarus. Should I keep going? Yeah. What else you got? What else you got? Try not to draft rookie wide receivers. Rookie wide receivers. Rookie wide receivers. Yeah, I kind of screwed that up. It was borderline. <laughs> because <laughs> look to pick them up later in the year. Because if they do anything at all. It's usually the second half. Like, last year, I drafted DJ Moore. And I think I drafted Colton Sutton. I don't know if he was a rookie, though. But I drafted DJ Moore and and somebody else, another rookie wide receiver, because I'm like, these guys could be nasty, number one for Cam Newton. No one else is there. But nothing happened. And when it finally did start to happen, it was the second half of the season. I already dropped him, and Panaccio grabbed him. And I was butthurt about it. So maybe a better tip would be don't drop rookie wide receivers if you draft them. Because Wait. you're better off using that bench spot on someone who can show up day one or within the first few weeks. Like Adam Thielen. Like, well, someone later than that. <laughs> Jeez. Hey guys, you never guess what I just picked up off the waiver wire. Adam Thielen. Like, yeah, Calvin Ridley, too. He wasn't... See, I was the he opposite. broke out a little later. I had Calvin Ridley last year. Got off, uh, like, week one was okay. Week two, I think, was okay. And then week three, four, five, and six, I think he caught like two touchdowns or those three, four weeks in a row. So Yeah. I mean, there are some outliers like uh, like Mike Evans and Odell when they were rookies. They were pretty much hot right out of the gate, but usually out of the rookie draft, you know that they're going to be those types of guys. Um, but more often than not, nothing really happens right away. So I wouldn't really... You might... Want to take one? That's fine, but I wouldn't like put too much stock into 
rookie wide receivers in the draft. Who's the best rookie? I keep saying rookie. <laughs> Who's the best rookie Get that out of your system. Who is the best rookie wide receiver this year? In terms of talent or like situation and everything, like projected. Like if you were to draft a rookie wide receiver, first, I would probably take Nikhil Harry on the Patriots. Why? Because you wouldn't. I know you. I would not. Who the, fuck, who the fuck would I take? DK Metcalf is another option, but he's hurt right now. I like Marquise Brown on Baltimore, but he's hurt too right now. Debo. Debo Samuel. No, but Nikhil Harry, I think, has that Nikhil upside. Harry's also hurt. So don't draft anything. You're only proving my point. He's don't telling you he's hurt. Or you can draft him and save him to the back half of the season. Just don't drop him. I don't want to burn a roster spot that long. On what could be. Yeah, I know you. You burn a roster spot for two minutes, and then you pick up somebody else. He's L- got literally two minutes. Literally he has like an minutes. itch in the back of his head. It's like he's a fucking addict. He's like, like I gotta pick up this you guy. You got that waiver wire? Oh wait a minute, that guy looks nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like shit. Gotta get more bench spots. <laughs> How do you even communicate? <laughs> with you literally had, I want to say, seventy six acquisitions last year. That's I think it joke. might have been more than that. But yeah, along those lines. I try to find the shit. How many acquisitions do you have? I don't know, like 10? <laughs> <laughs> if that, man. If that. The only acquisitions you had were due to bye weeks and injury. He's like, oh yeah. I remember the time you had Dante Pettis on IR for like three weeks on your team. On More your than bench. That. Take, taking up a bench spot. Yeah, because I didn't pick anybody else up. I don't pick right. anybody it else looks up. good there. <laughs> I'm, a st- I'm stone away. Stone away. <laughs> They'd be like, oh yeah, he's hurt. I'll drop him. <laughs> <sighs> Save defenses and kickers for your last two picks. That's no. my personal advice. No, don't. Wow. They're don't. so unpredictable, and it's not worth spending draft capital any higher than the last two picks. Eh, it kind of is. Because you your defenses, you can just stream. Defenses, yes. Kickers, no. Unless unless it's somebody who's like really good, like a Greg DeLeg or a Steven Gostowski. But I feel uh, like defenses, like someone like Steven the Bears Gostowski's D. You think the awful. Bears D will go in the last round? Bears D no, should go in the last round. Bears D has the hardest schedule in the whole NFL this year. Just like Pat Mahomes won't go to the eighth round, but you can always find serviceable uh, players there. And who aren't Pat and Mahomes. matchups? You play matchups with defenses all the and time. And who aren't you the should. Bears D? If you own the Bears D, you're going to start the Bears D every week, regardless of the matchup, because they're the best defense in the league. Did you do that? Like, what if they go against the Chiefs? I didn't. Do a, I didn't have the Bears. Yeah, the Rams. Well, you had the Ramsey and someone else. Yeah. Ramsey were doing well, but you, you couldn't always start. And I should have started him against the Chiefs because they had two defensive touchdowns. Yeah, Pat Mahomes sucks. He threw like six picks. He's awful. But Probably. um, no, with defenses, it's it's a, you're not waiting till the last round to get a defense, unless you're one of those guys who says, "Oh, I'll stream a defense," and then you, your defense gets you negative three points and you lose the week by two. Then you're bad at streaming at that point. Well, I mean, by the time you stream, there's no defenses left. Why? Because, like I said, all the all the better defenses are already taken in the league. It doesn't matter. It does matter. There's plenty of defenses in the right matchups that can get you good enough points. You sure about that? Yeah. Positive. I don't know. I haven't seen any defenses on your previous teams that were all that spectacular when you streamed them. I had the Ravens D one year. They were great, and I picked them up off waivers. That's fine. But nobody maybe thought they were great. But if you think they're good when they start, like now, Chicago Bears, 
You're they might not him. be the same though. They might not. And it's like, but oh, you're under the not. assumption nobody might be the same. Pat Mahomes might, not, might not be the well, same. Defenses are more unpredictable. Your what dad can attest to that conversation that we're having right now. I'm saying you can't like. I'm trying to say save your la- your defensive kickers to your last picks. Glenn's saying no. No. The only time you shouldn't save kicker for last pick is if you grab like a top three kicker, and that's Greg the Leg, that's what Justin I said. Tucker, oh and um, maybe Butker. How many times have you lost a week when your defense and kicker got outperformed by like 20 points? Several times. Exactly. But I'm saying after those That's guys go, the problem is those you have to weigh the risk reward of where you are position wise, who's around, like at your pick. Yeah, obviously, if you can get somebody who's better fitting for your team, like if you need a flex and you decide to pick a defense instead of that, like that's just dumb. Like you want to wait till you have your team at least, you know, your starters filled before you pick a defense and a kicker. Well, that's what I'm saying. The only uh, that's what I'm saying though is that at that point. Your option would probably be: Do I want to get a flex or like a high-end bench piece, or do I want to go for a kicker? And if you're going to go for a kicker, you might be able to get like a top three kicker at that point. But you have to weigh the pros and cons there of like, you know what I mean? It's completely uh, situationally dependent. So, like I said, most of the guys that you do draft on your bench, they don't live to see week three. But it's also a thing, too, you have to play it by ear with the draft because I was able to snag the Jets' defense in the last round this past this past uh, Sunday, and the Jets have a pretty decent defense. They're pretty not bad. Yeah, and I, I think they're, uh, they were like the fifth-ranked defense for this year, or sixth. So they're, they're uh, a good defense, relatively speaking. Um, How's their strength of schedule? Uh, good. I think it's like... Right on the outside of the top ten, I'm pretty sure. You're going to start them when they play the Patriots twice a year? Uh, no, I'm probably going to stream some in those weeks. But people are very high on, like, Denver's defense. Denver's going to have, I think Denver's going to have, like, a low-key good defense. Um, and then people are very high on San Diego's defense as well. But my problem with those is that the they play the Chiefs twice a year, both, both of those teams. And I think that... Personally, I think, obviously, the Chiefs have a much more potent offense than the Patriots do this year. So, I think, like, risk-wise, I wanted to take the risk of the Jets uh, playing the Patriots twice rather than... See, that, that's a thing where you can keep that defense on your bench and then just pick somebody up yeah. and then stream a defense. Like, I had to do with the Rams when they played the Chiefs last year. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna if, if the Rams' defense is there, I'm going to start them every week. But if I see the matchup, you know, you get the best offense in the league going against that defense. Right, right. I'm going to, you know, make the smarter decision and not start him. When in reality, I should have started him, like I said, because of the defensive touchdowns. But did I really think Pat Mahomes was going to have, you know, six turnovers? No. No. Of course not. All right, what do you got left for tips? Um, I have one that's personal it's not live and die by this advice but i think this year it could work out to where early wide receivers might be beneficial assuming you're not in like the top five picks where you got the the alvin Kamara's, the barclays the zeke's if he's signed um mccaffrey's if you're like you know past the sixth pick in the first round i think drafting two wide receivers to start actually could be beneficial um, back at, back into the first round or early second round, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to pass up on McCaffrey. What's the earliest you'd pick a wide receiver? Like, earliest pick that you have? And who is it? I would pick Devontae Adams over... Like, where's the cutoff for running backs? Assuming Zeke's good to go, it's Barkley, Kamara, um, McCaffrey, Zeke, and honestly, I might stop there and get Devontae Adams. I'm a little off David Johnson. So I might take Adams over him. See, this is what happened in my draft this weekend, is that it went Saquon, uh, Caffrey, Kamara, and then I took Adams at four. Oh, wow. And then Craig's brother took Zeke with the next pick. Took Adams at four? Yeah. Uh, after Zeke, dude, it was David Johnson was the next best running back. I did not I'd really rather have David Johnson. Show, I did not Connor. feel comfortable taking David Johnson. So here's Johnson the thing. Like, I love wide receivers, like... Devontae Adams, obviously nasty. DeAndre Hopkins, nasty. But for me, like I feel like running back is such a better position to own in fantasy and have a good player at that position rather than a wide receiver. Because you got to look at the volume for a running back based on a wide receiver. A wide receiver, if he gets, you know, 10 touches, and that's a... It's like a you know a career game, depending how much he does as far as receptions and yardage and yeah, yeah. touchdowns. But with a running back, you could have a running back like Zeke, all, David Johnson, all these other guys who get like 25 touches a game. They have more of a chance to do something with those touches rather than a wide receiver. Like if the best wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, isn't better than the best running back, Todd Gurley. Yeah, I know. I just didn't feel comfortable taking David Johnson at that position. I just because it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth last well, last year. Here, here's why I say it. I mean, I'm not saying – I'm not advocating for that every year regardless. I'm saying that this year because um, I think there's a lot of value of running backs later in the draft. Like you could have two stud wide receivers, maybe uh, Julio and even Odell or Tyreek or Juju, and you can get Chris Carson. And or David Montgomery or Sony Michelle as your as your two running backs after that, um, even Marlon Mack maybe. Not after luck, I'm a little off him. Um, Miles Sanders on the Eagle. Cornell went pretty late. Too. Austin Eckler. You might not get him at at that point just because they see so close in the second round. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, like I feel like if you get two nasty wide receivers off the bat back to back, like a Julio, and then come back around maybe a Tyreek or a Juju. Someone like that. Mike Evans. Yeah. Or even uh, like a Thielen Diggs. Like, that's cool. You have two nasty wide receivers. Then you look at your running back depth. You figure your RB1 now is someone who's like an RB2. And then your RB2 is someone who's like RB3 flex. I'm saying that there's a lot of potential after those first two wide receiver picks to have running backs who could finish in the top ten. Like a Chris Carson, who's... Who was fed so much on the? What's his ADP right now, Chris? He's Carson. in the third round. Josh Jacobs is also. In the Where third in the round. third round, though? Uh, this is saying three oh five, so early third round. Yeah, so you wouldn't have the chance to get him. You could. You draft Adams in the fourth pick. Yeah. Come back around, and then early third, he'll probably he might be there, or Josh Jacobs on the Raiders. So I'd rather have Sony Michelle. I'd rather have a Christian McCaffrey, and then the third time around have Chris Carson as my RB two, and then have a you know pretty good wide receiver as my wide receiver one. Yeah, but then your wide receiver two 
I'd rather have I'm a like better a RB. I'd rather have a better RB two and RB one than a better wide receiver one and wide receiver two. I'm just saying these running backs in the later mid rounds have a lot of potential. They do more so than the wide receivers in that in those rounds. Well, running backs in general have more potential than wide receivers do. Yeah, kind of. Like I just told you, the amount of touches, like they have more potential to do anything with those touches rather than a wide receiver. Because wide receivers don't typically rush the ball. Running backs can rush, well, yeah. catch, do whatever you want, a PPR league. Throw. Throw. I mean, there's a lot of guys here. Like, uh, I mean, Kenny Galladay, Tyler Boyd, um, Julian Edelman. Do you think these guys can be top ten? Calvin Ridley. I like them as solid wide receiver twos. Right, but ar- around them you can get Sony Michelle. Um, who who are they saying? Like Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs. I think those guys have more of a potential to be like a top ten superstar than the wide receivers being top ten wide receivers in the same range. That's just a theory. Okay, I'm saying. Yeah, I don't like that it, one. It could work out this year. That's the way I'm seeing it. I don't like it. I'm, I'm more of a safe guy. So I feel like that's more risky. Taking a running back, too, who has the potential to be an RB1 than just taking an RB1 who you know will be an RB1. Also, running backs carry more injury risk, too. That's true, which is gives you even more. Say if you have Chris Carson as your RB2, then he gets hurt, and then who's your next guy as your RB1? Well, I'm saying if you draft a running back in the first round and he gets hurt, you're like, oh, man, could have got Adams. Yeah, but then you have Adams and whoever, and then Chris Carson gets hurt, and you have no running backs, but you have two good wide receivers. Hey. I'd rather have the running back hey. position. Aaron Jones is over there, too, third round. Yeah, no. Devontae Freeman early third. No, fuck no. Not Devontae Freeman. If Devontae yeah. Freeman is my RB1, I'm quitting the league. <laughs> you watch, man. I hope I get him, and I can't wait. I hope you do too. I crush you too. with Devonte. I hope you do too. I hope you get Devonta Freeman. I hope you don't get Christian McCaffrey again, because then I'm gonna be really pissed. I want him so bad, bro. If you get number one, will you draft Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> yep. You're fucking. Yep. Skip. It's just a meme at this point. Nah. I'm thinking about somebody else at number one. You know what you'd do? You you draft Christian McCaffrey RB one. <laughs> it would come back at you for the second and third pick. You what you because you would have back to back picks. What you do out of spite? You draft George Kittle the second round, <laughs> and then a wide receiver after that, just so you could say George Kittle in second round. Uh, You're an asshole. He's not denying it. I know because it's true. Yeah, Mike. I know that's how it works because George Kittle would still be there. But if you know if you pass on George Kittle at second and third back to back, he won't be there coming back around for mm. you. Fuck you. <laughs> Let's go number one pick, baby. Again, I've never gotten it. That was two years ago. Am I remember, you know, last time I got it. Never. You, you don't want it. You don't want it. Last year, I'll like take it because the pressure is on. You, you think it. you're making the right pick, and then then you're David not. Johnson breaks his wrist. Then Le'Veon Bell holds out, and then you got to look at Todd Gurley get 50 touchdowns to pick after. Le'Veon you. Bell tears his ACL. And Todd Gurley has his worst season of the year. Le'Veon Bell wasn't number one pick that year towards ACL. Yeah, he was number five because I got him. Fuck. Oh, sorry. I got your two note things confused. My bad. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. So we have any that's more tips? That's all I got. All right. That's all you got. This has been. I think that's all I got. 
I mean, just providing the, everything. Not really. This has been just the tip. Brought to you by <laughs> Q-Tips. Jesus Christ. Is, I like it. It's perfect. This just has been the just tip. the tip. <laughs> Brought to you by Q-Tips. It's really an immature, but who you know. cares? Hmm. Well. Well. What time we got? We got that time. Wow. Yeah, it's time to. Is already that time? Hitting the hay. That time, dude. Uh, it's late. It's uh, Monday night. Yeah, this is a shorter one tonight. Work in the morning. I got work tomorrow. I can't wait for the season to start. I'm so excited. I can't either. But I think on that note, guys, let's preview the NFC East. Hey. 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 We want. Never mind. What? Nothing. Oh. I knew what you were going to say. <laughs> Um, Bringing it back. The NFC East, we saved it for last. I don't. Oh, because I think it was asked about in the first podcast we did. Yeah. And then we just ignored yeah. it, and we, we kind of kept ignoring it as a running joke. We just didn't like people telling us. Oh, what it wasn't. Running yeah, running. that's true. Yeah, if you send a DM, don't fucking tell us what to do, because we might not do it. We might prolong until the last, you know, possible episode before the season starts. Jake Bailey told me he's been sending DMs to us. Yeah. Shout out, Jake Bailey. Yeah. Shut up. What's up? Okay. Um, the NFC East. Shall I begin? It's all you. It's all me. Um, who won the NFC East last year? Uh, the Cowboys. Oh. And, uh... Excuse me. It looks like they're gonna do it again. You know why, Susan? Uh, no. I'll tell you why. You know why, Mason? Uh, pass. Because this is the year. This is the year. This is the stars are aligning. No pun intended. No. Um. Dallas Cowboys winning the NFC East, making a playoff push. I'm gonna say it right now. Call me a homer. Call me what you want, Homer. This Cowboys team. It's on record. Is winning the NFC East, and they're my pick to go to the Super Bowl. Win or go to? Well, we don't know that yet. Wait till we get to the Super Bowl, then I'll decide if they're going to win. Depends who they're playing. I mean, it's just like a baby step further from your... Well, I haven't said who's going to win the Super Bowl yet. Just just go the extra They're winning the NFC. Okay. They're winning the NFC. The NFC, okay. The NFC. They're going to start by winning the NFC East. I have them going 12-4. and Because they face um, some tough teams this year. They got to face the AFC North. Mm. And they got to face, I'm sorry, the NFC North and the AFC East. Um, 12 and 4. I have them losing four games. Which games yet? I don't know. But we'll see that when we draw weekly picks. That's right. That's right. You think I forgot about that? This year we're up in the ante. I by certainly the way, didn't since I won on the weekly. Yeah, Wait, when we, we playing uh, each other? You were also. We also missed a week, so that's okay. skewed. I probably we won that week too. When are we playing each other? Yeah. I don't know. I was talking about weekly picks. Oh, NFL the season. picks. NFL picks. Oh wait, we're up in the ante this year. What are we doing? I don't know. Tell me we're gonna do crazy. Or we might let the listeners decide. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't yeah. trust them in my life. You kidding me? I trust them. I trust. If they've they been listening this long, I fucking trust them with my yeah, life. Yeah, I trust this valued listener. You oh listening God, right now. Of the week has to record naked or something. So it's on a video. And they have to film it. <laughs> and they have to film it. <laughs> That's part of the story. Hey, live! Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cowboys. It's it's a real possibility. I like it's it. It's a real posse. Um, 
Bad taste in their mouth after losing to the Rams last year. And the thing that frustrates me the most, I hate it so much. CJ Anderson? No. The Cowboys, they'll have a great year. They'll make the playoffs. They'll lose to a team in a close game. Packers two years ago in a game that they should have won. Rams last year in a game that they should have won. And then the team will go on further in the playoffs and get absolutely trounced by a team that I know the Cowboys would have better had had a better showing up that against that team. The Packers go into the NFC champion no, the NFC divisional round. No, it was the NFC championship against the Falcons and get their doors blown off. You remember that? Yeah. And then the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. We know the rest. They choked. Last Pass. year, the Rams go into the uh, Superdome, win a game that they shouldn't have won. Then they put up, without a shadow of a doubt, the absolute worst Super Bowl performance in history. History. Has anyone ever been shut out in, a Super in the Bowl? Super Bowl? No. Look it up. I am. Good. Worst Super Bowl performances. Uh, this can't just can't be easy, can it? Continue talking. Oh, oh this is the halftime show. <laughs> oh, yeah, but this is the year. I'm sick of this. You have guys now who are coming together on the offense. Dak Prescott going into his fourth year. You have the best running back in the league, Ezekiel Elliott. You finally got Dak, a receiver, and Amari Cooper, who looked like he was one of the top ten receivers in the league Amari last Cooper's year. Amari Cooper's going to have a good year this year. Mark it down. Once he joined the Cowboys. Um, and you know... When Jason Winton returns out of retirement, he's joining something special. Like, why would he come back if he didn't feel like this Cowboys team had a chance to go to the Super Bowl? Because broadcasting just wasn't cutting it. That might be a solid reason, too. (laughs) The defense getting better. Another year under their belt. Sean Lee's still on the team. Whatever. If he's healthy, I guess he's good. He's not going to factor. But he's not, that's the thing. Like, Isn't that the guy who gets hurt like every year? Yeah, he's, he's great when he's on the field, but he's never on the fucking field. My little finger, and he's out for eight weeks. I love Jalen Smith. I love Leighton Van Der Esch. I love Demarcus Lawrence. That the D line, the front seven of the Cowboys is great, and the safeties, and they're all pro corner. Byron Jones are just getting better. Um, watch out for the defense this year uh, in fantasy too. They might be a top scoring defense. You could probably grab them with your last pick. You might be able to. I sleep. It's it. I think it's going to come down to Dak. Dak, this is your year to prove everyone wrong. Return of the Dak. Because they have everything it takes. I could, They could easily go down the road of just Dak choking in a high-performance game or high-stakes game. Or he could prove everyone why he deserves he a contract. That, has he done that, though, start. since he's in the he, Cowboys Has he been in a high-stakes game? Well, I mean, you know, he's he only has the most, you know, game-winning – Fourth quarter drive since he's been in the league. and Did that get them far in the playoffs, though? I'm saying he's been the most consistent performer in the playoffs. If you look at his QBR and his statistics, I don't see Zeke Elliott carrying them in the playoffs. The defense sure as hell didn't do anything last year against C.J. Anderson. That's why I'm saying it's like you everything has to click. And this year, I think, is the year it does. If it doesn't happen, something's going to happen. And the thing is, people shit on Jason Garrett. High shit on Jason Garrett. He's a clapper. He's a, yeah, yeah, Jerry Jones puppet, whatever. Man. But, I mean, if if he's really that bad, 
Why does he still have a job? Because he's a puppet. Yeah, but I'm saying, like... They, they won the division two of the last three years. Why, why not, you know... They haven't gotten past the division around since 1996. They haven't. And you got to figure, like... Rough. And, and that's the thing. Early in Jason Garrett's career, I would question his in-game decisions as far as, like, going forward on a fourth down. Why did we kick it there? Why did we punt instead of do this? Um, he's, he's gotten better, though. And I hate to say it because I really... I don't know. I, I don't I, like him. I just don't. But whatever. He's the coach. Um, but I think this team is too talented not to make it far in the playoffs. And I think they're winning the NFC East. The player I want to own on the team this year is Amari Cooper. Oh, yeah. We got to do all that. Yep. I want I want Zeke badly. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of obvious. I'm going a deaf, with... A deaf, dumb, and blind guy wants Zeke. That hasn't stopped any of us from I'm going making those with Amari Cooper. Cooper's having a good year this year. I can feel it in my bones. Or it could just be gas. Who knows? Yes. I think Cooper's going to have a good year. My X factor is second year wide receiver. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Giddy. Me too. Giddy up. His, uh, his connection with Dak Prescott is, uh, is getting something fun to watch. We saw it later in the season last year, and we're seeing it in preseason, even though it really doesn't matter. Um, but if Gallup can establish himself as a guy to compliment Amari Cooper... Like Sky's I said, why, why not, man? Let's go. You got Zeke getting getting his touches, running the ball. You got weapons on the outside. They got Randall Cobb, too, which is whatever. He's no Cole Beasley. Facts. But, yeah. Who's your X Factor? My X Factor is Zeke. Because I know that we're operating under the assumption that he's going to play, but there is the chance that he doesn't. You and know what that means? What? Tony Pollard in the first round. First round. Okay. Okay. But I think you said it before, Glenn. I think this team. Uh, I think I think Dak is good, but I don't think he's good enough to survive with um a lackluster running game. But also, we don't know how Tony Pollard will look, and I don't think it would be it would be kind of a cluster if uh. Zeke wasn't in the backfield. So, I think the biggest thing for them is that they need to put Zeke on the field as soon as possible. It's a good uh, take. Can't argue with that. Just because I I just think it'll be easy for the team. Zeke won't be a distraction. Because, um, you know, as much as we talk about just Zeke not being on the field, there's also the fact that it's a distraction for his teammates as well. Because they don't know when the fuck he's going to come back. Uh, a lot of, I'm sure a lot of their game plan revolves around him on offense. So, I just think that throws like a huge wrench in things if he's not there. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My X Factor is Zeke. Get that man back on the field. Well, actually, it's Zeke's fault. Get back on the field, you motherfucker. Mm. Sign that shit. You said Michael Gallup too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be a big difference maker if he's the real deal. Alright. Who wants to preview the team that would be coming in second in the NFC East? It's the Eagles. So I guess you're doing them? I guess I'm doing them. <laughs> you say, it's the Eagles, and then you look at me like I'm going to do the Eagles. Like, <laughs> um, Well, yeah, they have a real 
chance of winning the division too. They do. They signed he, Deshaun Jackson, who has been very good on the Eagles. Yeah. And he's a good deep threat to have. Back when we were wee lads, my dad was winning a fantasy championship. Didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, that didn't count. He was good on... He was solid for the Bucks too. Not necessarily fantasy, but he was good for the team. I, he's I mean, he's going to do better on the Eagles. He just has to. As long as he's healthy. They got Jeffrey. They got Ertz. They got... We thought Golden Tate would do well on the Eagles, too, and he didn't. He got a necessary touchdown. He had a few good Remember moves. that? Yeah. Zig cool. route. I mean, if he's good for one play a year, I guess that's all right. <laughs> Well, John is good for one bomb a game. And if you can get an ADR... Called John? I said John. Oh. John. It was like really quick. John. John. He can help out that team a lot with these uh, deep touchdowns. And oh, Carson, like Wentz, Jackson. Carson Wentz is very good. He's got the weapons. Jeffrey is a touchdown monster. They drafted Miles Sanders, and they also have Jordan Howard. I think they will have a good run game. And their defense is solid. You know, they were a game, sh- a game shy of the Cowboys last year. Could be that way again. It could be the opposite. You know, it's going to be it's gonna be good. It's going to come down to the wire, I think. Yeah, it's going to come down to uh, Carson Wentz. Um, him staying healthy. Him, um, if he can get back to playing at a high level like he did two years ago, then that'd be cool for the Eagles. That would be cool. But, I, I don't know. I I gotta see it. Gotta see it. I, I don't know if good, not great. Yeah, stop pointing to my notes. They're good, not great. Carson Wentz will put them over the top. If he can perform like he did two years ago, then yeah, Eagles might win the division. They have a good team. They have great defense. Um, they got good weapons around Wentz. Zach Ertz is a monster. Alshon Jeffrey is very good. His health is also a question too. Um, Deshaun Jackson, too, spreading out the field. I don't know. It all uh, comes down to Carson Wentz. I don't know. But I think a bigger thing to talk I think about I think it's a care. is can they establish the run game? Because you take a big load off Carson Wentz if you can get Jordan Howard going for 15 touches a game. I think Jordan Howard is a good running back. But will he be able to work in the Eagles system? We haven't seen a running back... Be good with the Eagles since Shady McCoy. Yeah, they because they've been using these three-headed monsters with. I mean, they, Josh Adams, Arnold Smallwood, Jay Ajayi, look at Blonde. They had Demarco Murray too. Yeah, he, for was, one he year. was nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the Eagles' system. I don't know if it's the way they use their running backs. But Jordan Howard is my X factor um, for this Eagles team. I think if he can get going and he can become, you know. A consistent option week after week, then the Eagles are going to be really tough to beat. I think it's going to be. I don't think Jordan Howard's going to be, have the starting role long. Miles Sanders all the way, planting my flag. I think Jordan Howard's got something to prove, and you're wrong. I'm planting my flag, Jordan Howard. Um, Mason's lost. Mason I'm planting my flag. I just want Alshon Jeffrey to be healthy because Alshon Jeffrey's one of my favorite wide receivers in the league. I like. Wow. Him. I like him a lot. What did he give you a blowjob once? Yeah, what's the, what's the cat? Um, the guy I want to own, though, on the Eagles. It's the man, the myth, the legend. Arguably, maybe one of the... I, he could yeah, be, be careful. Could be the best tight end in the league, too, Zach Ertz. Guys, wise man once said, 
My ball. My ball, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Ball. That's the guy give me, you give me Zach Ertz. That's the guy I want because with Carson Wentz, uh-huh. it's just. The connection. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's just week after week, he gets open. Carson Wentz finds him. Catch and run. Let's go. The touchdown numbers really weren't there last year, but the receptions and yardage were. And I think that's what separates Kelsey from Zach Ertz is the touchdown numbers. If Zach Ertz finds the end zone as much as Kelsey does, Zach Ertz, in Forget my opinion, about I think it. is a better tight end. Forget about it, kid. That's crazy. This is like the first healthy year he had, and you're on his dick. Because he was nasty. Yeah, yeah. but Kelsey's been give doing you a it for job? a long time. Kelsey's been doing it for a long time, but I'm saying if, if we expect guys to be healthy. Kelsey's also not If they can guy. play a 16 game, I think in all aspects, <laughs> Zach Ertz is, is a better player than Travis Kelsey. But I just think Kelsey has more production because of his touchdown numbers. Yeah. I want where my flag is. I want Miles Sanders. Just like you wanted what's-his-face last year. Who would I want? Who'd you have as your the, the running back? You I have to rescue my dog. Josh Adams. I didn't Josh want Adams. him. I had to get him. I know that's funny. Had times. to. He was a. Uh, he sucked. He tried. He sucked. He tried. Yeah. Okay. Give him some credit. Mason, you want to preview the team that you think is going to come in third? And I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> preview the Redskins. I'm rescuing Tundra from behind my couch. Okay, I'll preview the Redskins. I have the Redskins coming in third. <laughs> Say what you want about your team that you thought was going to win the division last year. The Giants? Yeah, I disagree. But I think the Redskins, um The Redskins are a team that's like they're they're not good. But they find a way to win like a handful of games they each year. Remind me of the Titans. Yeah, they're kinda like the, the NFC's version of the Titans, except like I said, not as good. Yeah. Like they're not usually in the playoff race at the end of the year, but they're usually only like a couple games under five hundred. I have them going seven and nine this year. And I think um, they they named Case Keenum the week one starter, but um, I would too. Dwayne Haskins, I think, will get that job by the end of the year. And I don't I don't think it matters between Case Keenum or Dwayne Haskins. I think the Redskins will be all right. Um, obviously, they're not you know the team's not talented enough to compete you know for the playoffs. And, you know, make especially, a in, push. especially in that division with the Eagles and the yeah. Cowboys, um, but they have a chance to spoil some teams. Like, they, you know, I don't know. They they have a funny way of like hanging around in games, and then they either you know lose last two minutes or they pull out a win. Like I said, seven and nine, they're not there yet. Maybe if we see Dwayne Haskins take a step, yeah, get the starting role. That's going to be the quarterback of the future, at least. You know, is Alex Smith still with them until he comes back? Uh, technically, yeah. No. I don't know what the deal is for him, though. I don't think... Well, the, well, the depth chart is Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins, uh, Jalen McClellan. Yeah, but I'm saying, I don't, I, don't, I, don't even, McCoy. I don't even think he would appear on the depth chart, because... Yeah, because he's on IR, yeah. right? Oh, well, I don't know. I don't even know if he's going to play football again, though. Because remember, he had to, like, almost have his leg amputated and shit. Yeah, that sucks. Football like, sucks. That's what I'm saying. Then people get on Andrew Luck for retirement, bro. When shit like that can happen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think I think the Redskins um, mediocre. Mediocre. But not awful. They're mediocre. They're bad. They're not awful. They're mediocre. Mediocre. At best. The guy I want to own. On the Redskins. Let me guess, dude. Dude, there's like no one I want. 
Yeah, I'm Morgan I Moses. I don't want anybody on the Redskins. I told you. And Paul? It's going to be... Nope. <laughs> you know who it was going to be? It was going to be Jordan Reed. And he's in and the concussion protocol. Again. And he is a walking hospital. That guy. Glass, bones, and paper skin. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. But I do like the running backs they have. And the thing is, I, I don't want to say either or, but I do want either or. Whoever I think is going to be the starter, either uh, Darius Geis or AP... Why not? Geis is nice. AP proved last year, you know, he still got something in the tank. And even on a bad Redskins team, he was still, you know, borderline RB1. Yeah, I want Adrian Peterson. I think he'll be the guy, and he's at a good value, and I really don't want anyone else on this team. So, give me AP. Yeah, I guess I'd take AP, too. Yeah, you guess you take AP, even though he beats his kid with a switch. Oh, yeah, what's up with that? Oh, he's always a scumbag. Oh, don't fucking beat your kid. Yeah, you know I'm gonna stick with my morals. I'll take it. I'll take fucking Jordan Reed, even though he's on the shelf, over that fucking dickhead. The X Factor, like my guys, I want to own either Geis or Peterson. It's also gonna be a, a either or. It's gonna be the quarterback play. It's gonna be Case Keenum or Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. Whoever starts a quarterback, right, Case Keenum on a good team with the Minnesota Vikings got them to the NFC Championship game. You can call him what you want. Maybe it was a fluke gear. Maybe he just had a good team around him. But right now he's a starter. He's proven out to beat the guy that they drafted as their future quarterback, Dwayne Haskins. So we'll see what happens. And if Haskins does get that role, can he take it to the next level? Like most rookie quarterbacks do, but some also fail to do. Yeah, I'm just going to call my X-Factor Dwayne Haskins specifically. Okay. If this case, then they're probably just going to stay mediocre. But if Dwayne Haskins can live up to the draft capital that they spent on him, then they could get to that next level, maybe. Oh, are you guys waiting for me? Sorry. <laughs> stretching, I'm stretching my hands. Like, Father, stretch my hands. What? It's a song. Oh. Who's your X Factor for the Redskins? Like like a priest, father? No, it's a song by fucking Kanye West, bro. Part one and part two. Whose father? Your father. <laughs> Butch. Father, stretch my hands. <laughs> Butch. 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 <laughs> Butch. I think I have to go with with a uh, Butch. Jordan Reed. <laughs> the fuck up? No, Dwayne Haskins. Oh. Yeah. Because if. Uh, I mean, if Dwayne Haskins doesn't take that the first step that you want a rookie quarterback to take, uh, I mean... Butch. Oh, my God. Then, basically, they just wasted a high draft pick, and they're going to have another season when they're in the, where they're in the fucking tank for mm. no reason. Mm-hmm. And that's basically going to be it. I mean... Hey, here's a name. Vernon Davis. Watch out. Mm. Watch out. Yeah, seriously. No, like, he's got a point. He's there, guys. He's, he's there. there. And he's proven to be pretty good in Jordan Reed's absence. I don't know. Why the fuck not? Well, he could. No. Not for fantasy. Just forget that. Hey, you never know. Tight ends. Like I said, if you've been in my situation with tight ends, <laughs> you'll take a Vernon Davis. Well, Glenn, I think the Giants will be third place. I don't. Whoa. They just have... Everything's better for them. The positional players. <laughs> Running back, wide receivers, even quarterbacks. I think Eli could do better than Keenum. Keenum's first year on the Redskins. What are you doing? 
Or even if it's Daniel freaking Jones. Right? That's his name. Yeah. He's been looking hot. I think he'd do better than Case Keenum. I think he's so and hot. Should go fucking kiss him then. Man, I might. Actually, you know what? I'm going to the this Thursday's preseason game against the Giants. Oh, he's going to kiss Daniel Jones. And I'll film it. And I'll say, look, told you I liked him. And then we get married. And I make his... I divorce him, take half his money. Then I come back here, fund the podcast, go to bigger and better things. It's like a five-year plan. Cool. cool. So I missed cool. the part where too much for me. you get to preview two teams and I don't even get to preview one. I just wanted to make sure you knew that I liked the Giants and they weren't getting enough respect. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go for it, Mason. Okay, so I think the Giants are going to finish in last place, contrary to Sousa's opinion. Me too. Um, mostly due to the fact that I don't think the Giants have any fucking clue what's going on over there, for the most part. Uh, because in an offseason where they traded Odell Beckham Jr. and a lot of their other pieces off of their roster that would have made them in any sort of aspect somewhat of a contender in the NFC East. Maybe a division champ. They basically, for all intents and purposes, yeah, for, for all intents and purposes, were tanking, uh, and then they decided to sign Golden Tate for some reason. Who is serving a four-game suspension? Yes. Uh, womp, womp, womp. <laughs> Tundra's on the podcast. I don't know if you can hear. <laughs> hey. Anyway. So yeah, I don't I don't think the Giants are gonna be all that this year. Uh, I don't see their offense doing so well. I think Saquon will be successful due to the fact that he is Saquon and he is extremely good. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Daniel Jones pans out if he will take the job from Eli Manning throughout the regular season at some point. Uh, he's looked very good in kind of feel bad for Eli training camp and preseason. Why? No, you don't. Because. Two time Super Bowl champ. Did you see that picture of him in the locker room? No. You didn't see that? No. Dude, it's, it's a picture. You know, they say pictures uh, pictures worth a thousand words? Yeah. This picture is worth a thousand words. It's Daniel Jones in his locker room. Tons of media coverage just surrounding him. And then right next to him is Eli Manning. Nobody around him. He's just putting on his shoes. <laughs> I'd be like, if I was the man, I'd be like, good. I don't have to fucking deal with all these assholes. Same, yeah. He's he's checked out. He's just Say making like, money. Eli, what the fuck? Oh, I don't know. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I feel bad. For would you one. Would you rather have on your NFL team? No. Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate, or Josh Doxson and Trey Quinn? Trey Quinn? Would you, you mean rather? you mean Trey Quinn Smith? Trey Quinn. <laughs> would you rather have Vernon Davis or Evan Ingram? Would you rather have Saquon Barkley or Adrian Peterson? That's fine and dandy. They had all these same guys last year. They had Odell Beckham last year and they couldn't do anything. Yeah, but Alex Smith's a god. He wasn't there the whole season. Was yeah, he? no, he wasn't. Who filled in for him? Um, Cole McCoy. Cole McCoy. Yeah. But uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like the Giants, it's like... That's because they had Odell. He's a diva. Oh, that, that's the reason they went 5-11 <laughs> and because they had one of the best no, no, wide no, receivers no. in the league, no, Odell Beckham Jr. They're only going to get better. No, I, I, think, I think they're going to be the same. They're going to be the same. It's the same old fucking Giants. Yes. You have Saquon Barkley, probably one of the best talented running backs in the league. I'd say probably second behind Zeke. And um, that that's all you have. Sterling Shepard, that's cool. We saw flashes of how good he can be, but he's not nothing special. Because he's just nice on the Giants. Yes. <laughs> Golden Tate, that's cool you get him. Now four, game four game suspension. And then when he comes back, what's he going to do? 
He's going to do enough. What did he do on the Eagles? Fucking nothing. Caught a touchdown. Caught one touchdown. He wasn't on the Eagles all the time. What I'm saying, and Evan Ingram too. It's like I think Evan Ingram has potential to be really good, especially maybe with Daniel Jones. But I feel like it doesn't matter. Like these are just names who we think are good for some reason, but it doesn't correlate to how successful the team is. The defense isn't good at all either. They're five and eleven. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's what you have. I mean, that's defense, what I have them going again this year because it's the same fucking team. Their defense could have been good, but they traded away. Um, if you say Eli Apple, I'm going to scream because he was not good. <laughs> they traded him away? Yeah, they gave him to the Saints. No, they traded somebody else, I thought. Like one of their Probably. safeties or something that was good. Landon Collins? I think so. Didn't they trade him? I don't know. The Giants are better than 5-11. and 11, <laughs> And they're going to show it this year. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I hope you're right, Sousa, but I just don't see it. And it sucks because I like, I like Saquon and want him to be successful. But I don't want him to be too successful because they're in the Cowboys division. But I just don't. You know, what's gonna, you know what's eventually going to happen? It's going to turn into a thing where, just like they got rid of Odell, they're going to get rid of Saquon. No, <gasps> you can't do that. It's yeah. not. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to say it's going to happen. You know, this year it might not happen next year, but it's going to happen if they keep this shtick up of being the same fucking team with a lousy ass head coach, GM who has no fucking clue what he's doing. It's it. It's going to spell disaster for the New York Football Giants. It's a shame. Yeah, Especially when you think about it from fantasy and all these fantasy assets on the, on the Giants. But yeah, they're just not a good team. Makes you wonder. Think of the team last year you picked to win the NFC East. Like, how, good on, how good on paper they were supposed to be. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Yeah. So that was the NFC East. Whoa. Who do we want? Oh, yeah. Saquon. Honestly, I want Evan Ingram. Yeah, I want Evan Ingram. I want Evan Ingram. Saquon's the obvious answer. But I think Evan Ingram would be good. Um, he dealt with injury last year. What? Why are you going to have your dick? I think Tundra ripped ass, bro. Oh, I don't smell it. Oh, I smell it. Get upstairs, man. That might have been me, too. I don't know. Oh, my God. But anyways. comes out. Anyways, um, Evan Ingram, I think, if he can stay healthy, he's got a good shot. Especially if Daniel Jones becomes quarterback. He could be the guy who looks to as a safety valve. You're missing Golden Tate for four weeks. Sterling Shepard, I don't know. You blow on him and he gets hurt. <laughs> yeah, he broke his thumb. Yeah, I mean. He'll be fine. I don't know. The X Factor, uh, it's going to be the quarterback play. Either Eli and Daniel Jones. If Eli can get his shit together and not be a bum, then that's when you see the good Giants. If Daniel Jones can be something and not just a laughing stock of the draft, then you, we'll see. Yeah, specifically... Yeah. Yeah. My X factor is Daniel Jones, uh, because I think that based on what we've seen from the preseason and training camp, uh, he looks to be on the right track uh, as a young quarterback in the NFL. And I think it'll be interesting to see, kind of like Dwayne Haskins, if he can take a step this year in the right direction. Because obviously, no one is expecting them to be like a playoff team or anything like that. But if he can show signs. That he has potential as a fu- for uh, for the future as a quarterback in the NFL, being a starter, I think it'll be promising for the Giants. And also, it'll if he plays decently, it'll keep all those players that we were just talking about fantasy relevant. So New York is not a black hole where Susan left nut is. <laughs> yeah, a lot of what help. A lot of what helps. A lot of what helps fantasy 
It's the fact that the defense is bad, which means the offense is on the field more. And even though they might not win games, they're still on the field more to get the production for these players. That's what ten tends to happen with situations like this. Jerk factor. <sighs> I, I'm going to do a Mason pick and say the defense, in which someone else would say... Name, name, gotta name them all. Gotta name them all. Oh, and then I, I say, fuck. I was gonna say typical. <laughs> yep. Yep. Finally. That was, that was the NFC East. Finally, that's done. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth the wait. No. I fought. Really I lost. <laughs> now I rest. That's it. Next time you'll see our sorry asses or listen to our sorry asses Ooh. will be before. Week one. It'll be right after our draft. We can talk about our how sorry shitty teams. our teams are. And <laughs> how I'm never uh, going to trade. I can't wait. How I got the seventh pick in the draft. I wanted to kill myself. So that was that. That's the last preseason episode of the Stella Stella podcast. But when we come to you next week, football will actually count, Sousa. It's not the preseason no more. We'll be previewing week one. We'll be previewing week one. Oh, we'll be having... Man. Are some sizzling hot takes? Mm-hmm. Oh man, we're gonna rev up those fryers because I'm sure. Wait, hungry. wait, we didn't give any preseason hot takes, like when I predicted the Giants to win the division. Oh. Wait, we can still do that next week. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good thinking. Well, I mean, it is technically still the pre quote unquote preseason before next week True. When football actually starts. You know. <laughs> What the oh, fuck? My <laughs> scrap the whole podcast. <laughs> that was Tundra. That was that you. Was, that Mason. was not Tundra. Mason's right. You just fucking Jeez. ripped a hole in that chair. Oh Mason's my right. God. Mason's right. Tundra's ripping ass. I just Stop heard. the recording. I just heard it. You hear that? On that note. In my own fucking house. Guys, we'll see you week one. <laughs> Let's, Jesus Christ. Let's get the fuck out of here. Bye bye. <laughs>